Hi, my name is Michael Mobison, and I'm head of Consilient Research at CounterPoint Global, which is part of Morgan Stanley Investment Management. I'm also an adjunct professor at Columbia Business School. I'm joined today by my very good friend, Annie Duke, who is a former professional poker player, consultant, speaker, and best-selling author. Annie's new book is called How to Decide. Let me just give a quick plug for that book. There are lots of books out there that tell you you're going to make some mistakes. What's awesome about How to Decide is that it teaches you how to improve the quality of your decisions. So Annie, it's just um, great to be with you today. Um, I think I'd like to jump in on a topic that's near and dear to both of our hearts, and that's the topic of luck. We know, by the way, that luck has you know, varied application across domains. You know, it's obviously lotteries are all luck and things like chess are very little luck. But I wonder if you, and there are lots of aphorisms about luck, by the way, which I sometimes think miss the mark, but a couple of questions for you. How would you define luck? And why do you think we have such a hard time recognizing its contribution in the outcomes we see in the world? Oh, that's such an interesting question. Well, so first of all, I want to just tell everybody to go get your book, The Success Equation. So because that your book is, I think, one of the best books on luck and skill. Um, in fact, I would venture to say the best book on luck and skill. Uh, and I admire it so much. So I feel like people who really want to understand the contributions of luck and skill to the outcomes in their lives should go read, should go read that book. So I just wanted to say that. Thank you very um, much. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. I, I I think that I view luck slightly differently than some people because I view it from the the perspective of the decider. So obviously you can say that luck is a random force that acts upon us. But I think that from the perspective of the decider, what I would include in that is the actions of others that are not in your sphere of influence. So from my perspective, what somebody who I have no influence over, what their decisions are, is a matter of luck to me. So uh, I think about it generally as anything that's outside of your control. Right. So why, so why do we have such a hard time? I mean, in other words, what you just said makes sense, straightforward. Why do we have such a difficult time, especially when we've had good outcomes, good results? Why do we have such a difficult time attributing uh, part of our success to that element that is out of our control? Yeah, so that's why I think that things get really interesting. So uh, I, I think that there's two separate answers. One, it depends on whether I'm thinking about somebody else or thinking about myself. So when I'm thinking about somebody else, I think the reason why luck hides in the shadows is simply because we like the world to make sense. If you, as you've um, talked to me about many times, you know, there's this part of the brain called the interpreter that tries to create cause and effect. And cause and effect doesn't allow for randomness. We don't like it as an explanation. So we, we want things to sort of proceed in an orderly fashion. And so we tend to be more deterministic in the way we think. So therefore, if we have a bad outcome, if we see that somebody's had a bad outcome, it must have been because of a bad decision. That would be the orderly interpretation. And if we see that somebody had a good outcome, it must have been that they made a good decision. What I think is really interesting is that when we think about ourselves, um, the, the script switches a little bit which is when we have good outcomes, we are really don't look for the luck. And when we have bad outcomes, we eagerly seek it out. And I think the reason for that is that it helps us to maintain our identity. If we have a bad outcome, we would like to think it is not our fault. This is for us personally. And so therefore luck allows us to escape a narrative which makes it our fault. Whereas when we have a good outcome, we don't want any escape from the narrative. We'd like to feel like we get to take responsibility for that. So uh, we actually hold ourselves to a different standard when it comes to luck than we hold other people. 
So speaking of identity, there's a really cool section in chapter seven of how to decide about the topic of quitting. Um, and, you know, most people perceive quitting as a bad thing by and large. So talk a little bit about quitting and when is quitting actually a good thing? Yeah. So when we think about the influence of luck, at least as, as we think about the world being stochastic, right, and it changing, um, I really think that quitting is underrated. You know, we talk a lot about stick-to-itiveness and 10,000 hours and how we have to stick to things to be successful. But in a changing world, in a world that where luck might intervene in the future or where you might find out new information in the future that might cause you to want to change your mind, I think that quitting becomes the most valuable tool we have because quitting is what actually allows us to change our mind, to react to new information to react to what the world is telling us, that we actually get to exit the route that we're on and go find other options that might be more fruitful. I think that we're bad at quitting, and I think that we don't think about it enough in advance of making decisions, how much it matters, whether we'd be able to quit the, the decision that we're making in terms of how much certainty we need to have around the choice that we take. So any quick tips on how to make sure that we're quitting appropriately? In other words, is there advanced work we need to do to make those kinds of proper decisions? Yeah, I think number one is if, you, if you're deciding between two options, uh, choose the one that's more quittable is, is really good because it allows you to be more flexible in an uncertain environment. The other one is that I think we need to really do great signposting. I think that we all imagine that if the world tells us we should quit, we will do it in the future, but it turns out the science tells us that's really not true. And so you want to actually do some signposting, say, what are the circumstances that would occur in the world that would cause me to want to change my mind and then make the commitment to do so in advance? And by doing that advanced work, you're just more likely to follow through. Annie, it's always so much fun to talk to you. These are great, great thoughts. Um, and everybody go out and buy How to Decide. And the success equation.